Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Previously, on a new winter, looking back at me in the mirror was a middle-aged man, and what was worse is I knew that this was me, the real me. This is episode 52 of A New Winter. feel that my head was somewhat clearer, that this reflection of me wasn't an apparition, it wasn't some, some kind of hallucination. It was as if something had been knocked loose and was now working properly. I investigated my face, my slightly leathery skin, the rough greys of an unshaven cheek, dark bags under my eyes, and my slight paunch left me with the Conclusion that I must have been at least 50. Just then the phone rang downstairs. I ran downstairs and picked it up. Hello? Hello, is this the Stockwell residence? The male voice asked. Stockwell? Yes, this is Inspector Crawley. I'm dealing with the case of Michael Verdum. He's gone missing. And I've come to believe that he was actually looking for you. Why would he be looking for me? I asked. Ah, so you do know the man? No, no, I didn't say that. I'm just wondering... I'm just wondering why anyone would come looking for me. Well, the inspector took a deep breath. With the murder of his father and all, and with the other murders happening around here, I guess... I guess he thought that you and him might have something in common. He was waiting for a reaction. Well, I haven't seen him. Sorry. It's just... The inspector continued. It's just that... I find it slightly hard to believe. Sorry, I mean, you seem to be connected to everyone here in some way, shape or fashion. All what's been happening here in this town, it's all coming back to you. 
It's nothing to do with me. None of it. Now just leave me alone. I could feel my anger rising. Something within me stirring like a tornado that's starting to take shape. Well, how about this? Would it be okay if I came round to ask some questions? I mean, I won't be long. I could be there in about, I don't know, half hour, if that's alright with you. I paused for a moment. Clearly, this was going to be a bad idea. But what was the alternative? Buy some time? Run? I felt like I was the most refreshed I'd been in a while, so I might as well just get it over with, see what all this fuss is about. Of course, I knew what had happened to Michael. My twin brother, Joseph, had killed him before before Michael could kill me. But I wasn't about to admit that. In any case, events had taken a slight turn of late. The kid who saw that happen wasn't even me anymore. I mean, maybe Michael wasn't dead at all. Maybe he was still missing and and it was something that Bob or the, or the wide man had just wanted me to see. Sure, come down, I said to the inspector. I looked around the kitchen to make sure there was some tea and some milk. In fact, it was a fairly well-stocked kitchen. Fresh vegetables, an unopened bottle of milk. It all felt like mum was still here. To the point where I looked around a bit, just just double-checking that this place was in fact empty. I mean, if it was, who would put all this stuff here anyway? I made a fresh pot of tea, put a cosy on it, and sat and waited. It wasn't long until he turned up, which I had anticipated. I knew he'd come early, just to immediately put me off guard. I opened the door, and in front of me was a rather thin man in an ill-fitting brown suit. He looked older than what he probably was. There was a slight sparkle in his eye, but his freshly shaven face looked tired and grey. He gave him away. This was an overworked policeman who had clearly dedicated his life to the cause. And to be honest, that worried me. He smiled slightly. It was thin and weak. Inspector Crawley, he announced, and held out his hand. I shook it firmly. Please come in, I said. Tea? Please, he said, and took a seat. He looked around the room. Huh. Just you, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. My mother, well, she died a long time ago. I thought about that for a second, and it felt so natural to say. But hadn't it been Jackie that told me that? Hmm. Needs a bit of a hoover or something, you know, a bit of a makeover. Looks like it's been years since anyone's done anything to it. My wife, actually, she... What would you like to know, Inspector Crawley? I interrupted. He sniggered slightly, as if in disbelief of how rude I was. But I didn't want to chit-chat here, I wanted this to be over with. Straight to the point, huh? <laughs> well, alright, I'll cut to the chase. Have you ever met a Michael Verdun? Here's a picture. And then from a folder, underneath his arm, he took out a picture. And there, smiling, with a glass of wine on what looked like a restaurant on the beach at night, was a slightly sunburnt, smiling Michael. Uh, I think so, maybe. I couldn't say if he lives around here or not, though. Oh, no, 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 he doesn't live around here. He's from London. I've actually come up from London myself. It's uh, it's quite an interesting little place here, isn't it? I mean, I've only been here a short while, but seems to be a few cases of people going missing. Or even the odd murder. Hmm? All here in this quiet little town. 
It's like the British Bermuda Triangle. Or maybe the Twilight Zone or something. Don't you think? Hmm. <laughs> I smiled. Well, I'm sorry. I can't help. Ah, I won't be so sure about that just yet. You've got a bit of history here, I see. Some deep ties. You wouldn't happen to know what, what Michael was up to down in London now, would you? Why he'd maybe run away and come up here to come looking for you? I told you I didn't. See, we've had our eye on him for a while. Bit of a dodgy white-collar crime, and then he goes missing. And we track him here. His home. He was born here, you know. Ran away to find his fortune in the big city. Crawley looked at me intently. And I nodded, unreactive. So, now we're told that he's come here looking for you, and that you could help him out somehow, maybe put him up in hiding. I mean, things must have got desperate for him to come back here, the inspector laughed. Was he trying to get a rise out of me? I sniggered along with him. I'll play his game, I thought. I was waiting to see where all this was going. He was dying, you know. Crawley scratched his chin, took a sip of tea. Yeah, he's getting headaches, hallucinations, seeing sounds. I mean, can you believe that's the thing? That you see sounds. All different colours or something, innit? I mean, it's because this brain tumour that he had. You know, sometimes there's just not enough money in the world that can stop the hand of death. Don't you think? I guess, I replied softly. He sat up straight. So, anyway, let me get this straight. You're telling me that you haven't met Michael, this guy right here in this photo. No, what I'm saying is that I may have, but I can't recall. Right, it's just that he booked two rooms in a hotel round here, and people were saying that he had someone matching your description staying in the other room. Were you... Helping him hide out, making sure the police didn't find him. Something else going on? No, why, why would I do that? Okay, so, uh, well, I do... Well, a, strain, a stranger did pick me up as I was walking home, and uh, we did get a hotel. Not like that, not nothing. I just, I didn't want to come back here to, to my home. Crawley slowly nodded and took out a little notepad and pen. Your home, is it, then? Here? Okay, well, that's good to know. It's a start, I suppose. So was it Michael, then, that picked you up? Uh, maybe. Okay, this is good. See, we're going somewhere. Then what? Then then nothing. After two nights, I think it was, he, he left, and I went home. He just paid for the room and left. Hmm. And, uh, just do you remember what happened to the car? Uh, no, should I? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it was found, abandoned at the side of the road. Been in some kind of crash, maybe, but... Well, no bodies were found. Nothing. Snow didn't really help, either. Okay, I answered. Yeah, so, uh, did anyone stay in the room with you? Uh, no, it was, it was just me. Just you, not Jackie Fair, he said, his eyes darting up to meet mine. No, I answered. Oh shit, I thought. I answered way too quickly. How does he even know about that? Her body was left in Michael's room after Sophia had killed her. It's probably set me up as, as well as for revenge, but 
How would he know that? Okay, he said, because she went missing around this time as well, and where she was last seen with you. Um, Wasn't she also known, uh, I should say, to your father-in-law? I don't don't have a father-in-law. Well, no, he said. I guess not, not in that way. What a strange question, I thought. What's going on here? And do you remember her in the hotel, whatsoever? In your room, or Michael's? And I lied. No. No, I haven't seen Jackie in a very, very long time. Okay, because uh, a lot of people were saying that you were looking for her. And then you found her. And then she goes missing again. It's all, it's all very strange. Look, I said, maybe you should delve into her past a bit. She's not so innocent, you know. Oh, really? And he leaned forward. Why is that? Oh, well, she was... She was a bit manipulative. She'd been through some shit. I mean, don't get me wrong, but... She just wasn't... She wasn't who I thought she was. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, he said, drawing notes down. Now... You do realise we do have evidence Jackie was in one of the rooms that you two were staying in. I shrugged. Well, she wasn't with me. Crawley stared at me for a moment and nodded again. Where was all this going? God, Jesus, when you just hurry up? It was as if he could tell I was being impatient. He took another sip of tea, smiled and then got up from the table. <sighs> well, I think that'll do for now. Here. And he handed me his card. Call me any time if you think of something. We'd really like to find him. Well, if he's not dead already. I looked at him cautiously. Was he testing me? He pointed to his head. The tumour, remember? Ah, I nodded. I put the card on the table. He watched me put it down and looked back up at me and smiled again ever so slightly. Anything at all, give me a call. He then made his way out of the door and turned around to say, Oh, and I'm sorry for your loss. My loss? I asked. Yeah. Your family, he said, with genuine confusion. I started getting heart palpitations. I heard they were murdered on your farm. And as he walked away, Oh, anyway, thank you for your time. Mr. Stockwell. I just want to say a big thank you to all my patrons for supporting the show. You yourself could become a patron if you go to patreon.com slash a new inter. You can also email us at a new at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at a new inter. We're also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash newwinter. Or, alternatively, head over to anewwinter.com for more information. Thank you for listening.